It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows. On the podcast network, it's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is happy hour. A cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation. Laura, who's calling you? We're getting, call, we're getting calls already. This is great. Where was I? It's a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar today, we're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street. Wayfair is a restaurant and a bar, actually, where they serve handcrafted food and spirits, and they have a whole new menu and a radically new happy hour every day from 3 to 6 p.m., which is about, what is that, five hours, that means. So come on down here anytime you like between 3 and 6 and uh, have half-price drinks and half-price food or stick around here for one hour with us. This is Happy Hour. And I've got an incredibly interesting bunch of people sitting around the table here today. Rory Calais is here, first of all. He's already not paying attention. And te- I'm, texting. Muting, I'm muting my who friend are, who is uh, who trying is to it? call me. It's my friend Jermaine. Well, let's take a call from Jermaine. No, right no, now. he's just texting. It's probably something. It's a guy called Jermaine. Yeah, have you ever seen that show on TV on HBO with Jermaine? What's it called? Phantom, yeah, yeah Flight, Flight of the Concords. Yeah. He's not a Flight of the Concords. He's Concord. not that guy. He is not a Flight He's of the Concords. He's not Jermaine Watson. What does he do, Jermaine, this guy? He's in development. He works for um, Tulane. Oops, he works for Tulane. He's he a development, development officer of something, something development. What's he his other name, Jermaine what? Jermaine Smith. Let's look him up. Grayson, look that guy He actually up. would be good for this. <laughs> he would. Okay, well, we'll, yeah. get, we'll call him back in a minute. So Rory's here. Rory's in the fab- fabulous band called Vox and the Hound. Yes. Which is an extremely weird name for a band, but... It is. I just want to say congratulations, first of all, on that new album. Oh, thank Aloha you. Shore is so impressive. We're going to have a listen to a bit of that today, I hope. Yes. If we can figure the technology out. And Chris Forche is here as well. Hi. Hi, Chris. Nice how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Really? Are you really good or are you just saying that? No, I'm really good. You look great, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Guys, mm-hmm. Lauren Malara is here as well. I'll tell you about Lauren in a minute. First of all, I'll tell you about Chris Forche, which is spelled F-O-R-T-I-E-R, right? Correct. For those of those following along at home, not in New Orleans. Chris is the owner of a company called Porter New Orleans. That's correct. Which is a personal, like... Personal concierge, personal assistant, kind of a jack-of-all-trades, do errands, organizing, work with a lot of different uh, people in the area. Um, One's an artist, I have a real estate developer. You have regular clients. Correct. Who can't keep their lives together, they need so much. Right, just an extra set of hands, because... Life gets busy, and you always need. I was looking on your website. I was shocked at how much you get paid. Oh, it's pretty. But it's not enough, right? Not enough, (laughs) really. It's like two hundred bucks for five hours or something. Something like that. Is it something like that? It's It's pretty good. Forty dollars an hour. (coughs) Fifty an hour, but if you buy a package. It goes down per it's hour. It's $50 price. an hour. Yeah. Just to like help you do the grocery shopping? And I mean, that's the basics, but like I said, I'm also a personal assistant, so do a lot of paying taxes, doing a lot of um, I can give you my installs. taxes? Yeah. You do my taxes at 50 bucks an hour? Well, simple taxes. <laughs> Sales tax. That's, okay, now we're talking. That's not bad, right, Lauren? That's not bad, no. Lauren, who does your I'm taxes, Lauren? I got a lady named Sue. And what does she charge? $75. So oh. we're saving it. Total. 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 Oh, wow. Yeah. But does it take an hour? I don't know how long it right. takes, but she works magic. $75. Yeah. Well, where's the money coming from? 
my pocket. All, all kind of, no, all kind of, I mean, your income, I mean. Oh, wait, where does my income yeah, come from? where's the income coming from? Um, from doing comedy, telling jokes. Right. Yeah. But just from various sources. All yeah. sorts of different people are paying Yeah, you. I'm an independent contractor. So that's pretty uh, complicated taxes, isn't it? Sue's great. I love her. Sue, what's her other name? We'll call her next. Uh, I don't know. Her <laughs> name, she's sort of a hippie, and her company's called, like, Sage Taxes. <laughs> she's so. just, I don't know if I'd... Is she here in New Orleans? She is. All right. Does she herself pay taxes? Because that sounds iffy. Oh, that would be a good question right there. Okay, now it's time for the serious introduction of Lauren Malara. Now, am I pronouncing that right? You are. Malara. You got it. Lauren Malara. Okay, I haven't rehearsed this, but listen to this. Are you paying attention, Chris? I am. Okay, yep. you paying attention, I'm, with, I'm right okay. here with you. Lauren Malara is the winner, the winner of the Hell Yes Next 2017 award from the New Movement Theatre, which is an annual competition crowning the funniest person in New Orleans. Wow. Ooh, Congratulations. The funniest nice. person. That certainly that is serious. Yes. And, that was, yes. and that award was bestowed on Lauren last night. It was. Just last night. This yes. is her wow. first day. Amazing. The first official day as New Orleans' honored. funniest person. This is the first person. day of your reign and you're here with us. Yeah, yes. I am. I am. <laughs> it's pretty exciting, isn't it? I, yeah. Funniest person in New Orleans. Grayson, what do you think about that? I think, you know, not every person was entered into the competition. I agree. So, I mean, right now, Grayson, funniest person I, I, in New Orleans. Gra Grayson works with us as one of our producers, and, he, and I told him the funniest person in New Orleans was coming on the show. He assumed I was talking about him. Uh. And he wasn't kidding about that. There's no small so, amount of jealousy in his voice. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, mean, I was horrified. So, no so you beat out, um, did you beat out Matt Owens? Um, yeah, there, I think there were 25 comics, and then they had seven finalists and then we had the final competition last night and what did you in the final you had to do your routine stand um, up i did routine. 10 minutes yeah 10 minutes okay yeah let's do the first minute um okay let me guess how it starts anybody here from out of town uh, yeah you got it i knew it was <laughs> you okay. from chicago your arms are tired yeah yeah that's a good one too yeah. you guys yeah. were there last night yeah. you heard everything just what got about? back from lost wages yeah. <laughs> oh no my boyfriend oh my stuff like that now what was it really come on we're just being stupid what um, was the first minute uh i talk about uh, oftentimes about how my mom is white and uh, racist, so yeah, that's an interesting thing. Your a mom's lot of, a white racist. She is. Well, for yeah. those people who can't see you, you're black. Aren't I you? am. So you yeah. look sort of you're black like Obama. Exactly, just okay. like Obama. So your mom's white and your dad's black. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because his is the other way around, right? Obama's. I'm not sure. Actually, like Obama's was, mom was, is yeah, white. Yeah, it was the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah same exact yeah. thing. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. I wonder if you could be president. You're essentially Obama. Think You're Obama funniest too. person in New Orleans yeah. and Obama. And Obama. Awesome. Okay, so Obama. Riding high. <laughs> Does anyone call you Obama? Is there some um, nickname? We can start that today. Okay, I love that. <laughs> Obama, because what's he doing now? I think he's relaxing, chilling. Huh? Yeah. Chris, do you know what, he, what he's doing? Playing golf, relaxing. I know. Spending time with the family. Mm -hmm. He could get it's a gig with you as a yeah. personal assistant. Yeah, I would love I'd that. love Obama as my yeah. personal assistant. Or you, actually, Chris, would be good, too. Okay, so what's the f give the first minute and I'll shut up. Um, okay, um, so uh, my mom is white and she's racist. Um, and it's very difficult to convince a white lady with a black child that she's racist. Um, but the other day I was eating food and I didn't want to share it with her and she called me niggardly. Um, and niggardly? Yes. And then <laughs> when I got offended, she told me to look it up. And she was like, it means selfish. So I used it accurately. I did look it up, and it does mean selfish, but I mean, obviously she's racist. Yes, <laughs> obviously. Why don't you just say selfish? Yes, right. exactly. Right. Yeah. 
That's a pretty good joke. Thank my you. My mom called me niggardly. Yep, you got is it. She, is your mom really a racist, by the way? Uh, or just make that up for the no, show? No, I mean, she has racist ways, so. Is she here in New Orleans? She is. Does she listen to podcasts very much? She or does. Facebook Live? And she was there last night, so. Oh, she knows oh. that you're saying these terrible oh, things about it. Oh, yeah. God, I've always, thank God we've got you here. Haven't you guys always wondered what it's like when you are that person who's the butt of the joke? You go and see a stand-up comedian, mm. and they tell you the terrible things of my wife or my girlfriend or my mom in this case. You think, wow, this poor person. Mm. wonder if this mom is really ever hears this stuff. So this is, so what's it like for your mom? She loves it. She, when I started talking about her being racist last night, she was like, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> so she's a masochist? Uh, I guess so. Yeah, she just she likes to steal the show, so... Yeah, yeah new, it was at New Movement? Um, it was actually at One Eye Jacks. Oh, okay. I was about to say, there's like no buffer zone at New Movement. <laughs> yeah. you, you, everyone's on top of each other, so. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so what happened after that then? What's the next joke? Oh, am I doing my whole 10 minutes? Well, wow. that was, how long was that? Was that, 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 was that was a, one minute? I mean, I didn't have a lot of laughs in there, so it should have been a minute. <laughs> well, it's tough when, you know, when people go to a show, they're primed to laugh. Yeah. That's they're sitting true. there, they've had a drink, and they've paid to laugh. So that, I always think at these, at these comedy places, people laugh a lot more than they do when you're just at home. Yeah. Do they? Well, I don't know. Last night was a little tough because it's a competition, so I think people were wanting to be more impressed, and it was right. a little bit more difficult to get a laugh, I found. But oh, really? It was work, but... God, that must be about the worst thing, sitting there or standing there, I guess, telling jokes and people aren't laughing yeah ah. it's like a slow death oh. yes does <laughs> yeah. that happen to you still um sometimes yeah especially if it's like a new joke that i just came up with by myself one day and i was like is this funny and then i try it out and i find out it's not how do you do that do you just write jokes by yourself actual jokes yep yeah things happen and i'm like oh this would be a funny thing to talk about and then i do and maybe i'll change it a little bit or like heighten it for dramatic sake or something like that. And is your general theme is that I'm a black woman with a white mother or is it just one I talk a lot about that. I talk a lot about I worked on... Thank God you've got that. Yeah, thank God. Um, I worked on a cruise ship for a while. I talk about that. Um, Basically anything I'd like to hear about that. (laughs) What'd you do? I was an entertainer for... Okay, so like comedian on a cruise ship. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And lived on the ship? I did for eight months. Eight months? Mm Mm-hmm. Did you have any onboard romances? I did. I had a boyfriend for three weeks, which is very serious on a ship. (laughs) And what happened when he broke up? No, my contract ended, so I left. The last three weeks? Yep. Are Uh, you stuck it up? You stuck it up for seven months and a week. <laughs> yeah, it did. With no sex. Hey, why are we okay? That's what, is that what you're saying? Let's, hey, so where is the last place your band performed? <laughs> Good sacrifice. Are you serious? You're at sea for seven weeks. Wait, why are we still talking about this? Oh, I think it's an interesting. Don't you think it's interesting, Chris? Somewhat. When's the last time you went for seven months without sex, Chris? Oh, God, I'm On so a embarrassed. Ship. With free booze. Was the booze free? Uh, It was cheap. Champagne, a bottle of champagne was two bucks. A beer was 75 cents. There's nothing to do but get drunk and eat. Two dollar champagne. Wow. How bad is that? Is that that Andre stuff? No, I wasn't. A little bit above One over, one above Andre. What's one above Andre? Like barefoot bubbly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And who are you drinking it with then? Oh, I mean, I met one of my really good friends out there, Mary Mahoney. We still, we like write things together. And oh, she came with you? Yep. So she was the music director on the ship. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So what ship was it, by the way? Um, I was on the Norwegian Dawn. Norwegian Dawn? Mm-hmm. And did they have any, like, listeria or... Nor- <laughs> what is Norwalk virus? What? Throw-up virus? Yeah. What? Norwalk Oh, virus. Norwalk. No, not while I was out there, but that's a big thing yeah. on the ships. You didn't have that? No, thank, thank God. God. No, yeah. that would have been any, any icebergs? 
No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, did, so basically nothing that killed you, i.e. while you're here. No, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Did you get an old virus into your routine while you're at sea? Um, I didn't. I was... Uh, Funny thing having me on the way to the bathroom. <laughs> no, I was working for Second City, so I was doing, like, sketches, pre-written sketches, and some improv shows, but not any stand-up. Oh, so they hired you as part of Second City. Mm -hmm. So Second City is a big deal in Chicago. It's like Saturday Night Live of Chicago, right? That's right, yeah. So you're from New Orleans originally. Correct. And then you went to... Chicago because you're funny. Um, I went there for college, um, and then I stayed after college. Did you know anyone who got shot? Ever? No, in Chicago. No. There's 100 people got shot last weekend, apparently. Oh. For 4th of July? 4th of July? Was that 4th of July? So it was a special occasion. Oh, yeah, summertime okay. Chicago, yeah. So do you know anyone who got shot? No. Do you mean in two cities where there's like a high shooting? Do you know anyone here who's got shot in New Orleans? No. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. Do you? No. Uh, yeah, I do actually. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, my I neighbor. Do. You do too, Chris. Mm -hmm. Who do you know that got shot? Uh, my friend Jake got shot. I'm trying to think of the bar. Um, it was in Mid City. Oh, let's Somebody held up. The yeah, bar let's give a shout out to the bar where the guy got 12, shot. Was it 12 Mile? No. Oh. And it's so bad that I can't remember because all my friends go there. I know. <laughs> oh, it's good. <laughs> well, maybe it's good that I don't remember the name. It's names better that we don't remember the name right. of the bar where people got shot. So, so yeah, there were armed robbers <laughs> that came really in and he. Someone came in with a gun to rob two everybody. Yeah, two guys two came gentlemen in. Two gentlemen. I think we should polite. go with that, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, my friend tackled them from behind and body oh, slammed them really? down. Wow. And they tried to shoot him, but the guns got stuck. So thankfully, oh. he's still here. Wow. Your friend body slammed a guy with a gun. Yes. From behind. So yes. he was behind the guy. Correct. So he could have conceivably taken his phone and called 911 without being seen. Correct. But I think he had a lot to drink that night. It was late, and that was uh, the decision three that numbers. came to mind. B body slamming seemed right. more efficient, right. I guess. Yeah. I guess when you're there. Yeah, you're in the moment. You're drunk. You know. Why not right. body slam the guy with a gun? Shit, he's lucky he's alive, that I guy. Know. Did he get some sort of an award from the cops for that? I don't believe so. Stupidest guy in New Orleans. Right. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay. Yes. All right. So, do you know someone who's been shot, Rory? Just I do not. Hmm. Well, I could, we could introduce you to our friends. <laughs> text Jermaine. Yeah. See if he knows somebody. Who I might. Shot. Yeah, I have, to, I have to text him and see. Jermaine, yeah. I forgot about Jermaine. What did he, what did he actually want, Jermaine? <laughs> oh, I, I didn't read it. I just shut well, it off. You can read it. It's all right. No, it's... Uh, no. <laughs> We're... Um, I mean... I, he probably would not appreciate me repeating whatever it is he just texted me. No, he wouldn't mind. There's nobody listening, so don't worry about it. So we're going to listen to a little bit of, of Vox and the Hound. Sure, we? yeah. So what happened was, you guys, I talked to you, you've been on Happy Hour. Well, the rest of the band, Leo, I think, was on Happy Hour. Yeah, he was. With a couple of other. With uh, Andrew. I think it was Andrew. Leo and Andrew. And that yeah. was about 25 years ago. Or something. Right, yeah, ages and, ago. And you haven't made a record since then, apparently. Well, well, we just put released one, but the reason for the long gap was uh, we actually went and recorded one song at a time. Uh, typically, when you go to make a record, you write 10 songs, and then you go in, and you just do, all right, today we're doing all the drums, and then we're doing all the guitars, and you know, you kind of work on them all right. in tandem. But this, we just went in, we wrote a song, we went to the studio, start to finish, finished, you know, completed it. And, and what then, was the concept behind that? Um, just to do something, it was somewhere between the desire to kind of challenge ourselves in a new way and to do something different and uh, raising money to do a little bit at a time. Oh, so. okay. Well, it would seem more efficient financially to do it all at once, like you were saying, because you could... It, 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 it is more efficient, but it's a, it was an interesting kind of snapshot, because by the time you reach the end, the first song, you're, that's not really who you are or where you are anymore, but wow. yet these songs coexist on the same record. So it's a kind of interesting, makes it a little bit more 
like a yearbook kind of thing. Well, I didn't know anything about this, that story until I, and I just listened to the record. How long ago now? About a minute, five minutes ago. <laughs> I heard, I listened to the whole thing right through. It's fucking awesome. Oh, thank you. It's really amazing. Thank I was kind of shocked how good it was, actually. I'm, I'm um... <laughs> uh, I'm not sure how to take that. I, wa- <laughs> I wasn't... No, well, you know, that could be... I know it's a, sort of a double-edged sword, but that, that was... Re- I really... I wasn't expecting anything, actually. I just knew right. you were coming on the show. I thought I wanted to be polite. I should listen to this, right. just in case any of it's any good, and I can say it's good. But I was really amazed. I listened to the whole thing right through, and it was really... It sounds kind of... I can't... Think what it, who it sounds like, and you don't care probably who it sounds right. like. But it's like Steely Dan or something. It's it's really some of it's really just amazing songs. Let's take a listen to a little bit of something. Sure. Uh, did did any song in particular stick out to you that you want to hear? Or? I thought yes, if I remember the names of them, uh, something in Spade or something or other. Oh, Heart and Spade. Heart and Spade, and then I thought the last song Ethel was awesome as well. Okay, yeah, let's start with Ethel. There, That's my favorite. Okay, uh, it's too I? long to listen to the whole thing, but. Do you mind if we talk over it during it? Uh, or not a problem somewhere? at all, yeah. Okay. Well, when we, you know, we won't talk all over it, like right, ruin yeah. it. <laughs> so, let's, so this is, when did you, are these on the record in the order you recorded no, them? No, they're, uh, they're not in that sequential order. So, so this one was, rec- oh geez, this one was recorded, I think November mm-hmm. of 2014, 15, somewhere in there. Do you still have I the remember same, it was November. You still have the same clothes you were wearing? <laughs> Probably. Well, you got diff- there's the a, same there's, a, there's at least a half decent chance that I was wearing the shirt. The same shirt. Right. Okay, that's a nice shirt. Don't, don't you, you, know, like, you, you, you find an old there's picture and you're like, oh, I'm wearing the same clothes in that picture that <laughs> I'm wearing right now. Sort of like that. <laughs> and you guys have the same band have been together yeah, this same, whole time. Same five okay. guys, which uh, is much more of a rarity than people realize but right. we our first gig was in March of 2010 and we've been the same five guys the whole time oh, that's so, pretty impressive yeah so alright we're so ready fire one ready okay alright so this is Ethel off of Aloha Shores eventually so far pretty good right yeah, what do you right. think of it <laughs> sounds great yeah. am I not getting good reception and there then, it goes it's, it starts if Lauren likes it in. you can say there it is Funniest person in New Orleans likes it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. What That's a great endorsement. It's an endorsement. What do you think? I love it. I do yes. too. 
pretty good. There you can, go. keep, you, can we keep it on the background a little oh, bit? Sure, so we can sure, just yeah. To a little bit and what is it called again? Ethel? It's called Ethel. And who is this, Ethel? Ethel ah, is... Um, so this song, this is an interesting song. <laughs> I brought in that guitar riff, and I was trying to basically like rip off an R.E.M. song. And, um, oh, really? Yeah, I'm a big R.E.M. fan. R.E.M., I hadn't noticed that connection. And, um, Turn it up a wee bit. And... And it mutated into this six-minute opus. But the lyrics are about a guy who is trying to quit drinking, but all of his friends like the drunk version of him. Mm. So ethyl is um. ethanol. So it's, it's ethanol. Ethanol, right? Like alcohol. Yes. Ah, that's Love cool. That. Yeah. It's very good. Very cool. Is that you singing? Or? No, God, no. Okay. <laughs> what are you playing? I, I, I'm the guitarist. Uh, and the singer is my friend Leo to Jesus. So, uh, yeah, he's an excellent, excellent singer, obviously. Um, yeah, and I, I'm the lead guitarist. Awesome. Where do you guys perform? Uh, kind of all over. Our next show is at um, One-Eyed Jack's on uh, August 26th. And, uh, but you can see me and Leo this weekend at okay. the Bowie Show. Um, at the Bowie Show? It's yeah. this weekend. This weekend. Ooh. So, we better get on to that. Okay, let's turn this down. So oh, you want to turn it down? Yeah, so we don't. Right. Oh, he's got it. All right, cool. Yeah, we've got it. Oh, okay. So the Bowie show is this weekend. So let's talk about the Bowie show because I looked that up on the internet. Yeah. So Bowie show um, is a sort of partnership with me and Bella Blue. Right. And um, Who's a burlesque dancer. Burlesque dancer, yeah. And we are um, producing uh, just a David Bowie tribute show. Uh, sorted life and times kind of thematic we're spanning his whole career so doing everything from first singles to stuff off a of black star um and it's not vox and the hound it's kind of a hodgepodge of friends uh but leo is one of the singers involved because he sounds just like david bowie so oh, wow. it's stupid to not have so him. just <laughs> before we go any further um lauren malara said i love it oh okay oh yeah so you, i wrote, wrote that, that down, down for you okay yeah, yeah i'm gonna put that so on i a love it yeah. funniest Person Funniest in person in New Orleans. 2017. I yeah. thought I was gonna like that title, but now I'm like so embarrassed. <laughs> oh, it's only day one. I mean, you only have You'll 364 to days to go. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> You'll totally get used to it. The funniest person in New Orleans. Yeah. Is that what it's really? Is it funny? That's what. That's what they told us you were called. Was you were the funniest they comedian? Said, they said that's what it said that they were. The competition was for funniest comedian in New Orleans, which funniest I thought comedian. was like an aggressive title, you know, or award to give, but, I mean, but, they're claiming but, it. But you said funniest comedian just now. We'll get back to David Bowie in just a minute, <laughs> Rory, but we've got to sort this out. Hang oh, on. no, no, absolutely. But in this thing that Chris True sent us, uh -huh. it says the funniest person. I'll take it. I'm I'll take them sure both. I'm pretty sure Chris wrote that. Yeah. I'll person. take it's better. It's what more do you people. Think? Yeah. What do you think, Chris? What would you go with? Funniest person. Person, because that's more people. There's yeah. only so yeah. many comedians, but yeah. funniest person in New funniest Orleans. Funniest person is. in New Orleans. All right, okay. I'll take it. It's a lot of pressure, though. It feels like it. Because we're gonna, you're gonna have to do another bit of your routine in a minute. As soon as we get this Bowie thing sorted. Okay, out. let's. Okay, do so you have David Bowie jokes? Uh, That'd be a really nice segue. Oh mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Man. David Bowie walks into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh. Wait, you guys really heard <laughs> <laughs> David Bowie joke? I don't have any. Right. Nah, that would be pretty hard to come up with a make David yeah. Bowie a, a punchline, I would think, isn't it? Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, probably. Nah. Did you hear that last David Bowie album? I'm sure. Oh, you absolutely, did. yeah. God, is that the most depressing thing you've ever heard or what? <laughs> Just about makes sure it's up there. I mean, it's a beautiful record, but yeah. it is not a happy listen no, by any stretch. <laughs> did you hear it, Chris? No, I did not. Well, as my personal assistant, you're going to have to familiarize yeah. yourself. Yes, that'll be All my right. homework. Yeah. yeah. 
Do people make you do silly crap like that? Like, listen to this record because I'm paying you $50 No, I wish. That would be very easy money. What do you have to do most of the time? A lot of running errands, like I said. Um, I currently have a client who's having an estate sale, selling her house. So I had to organize her stuff. No, but that's just a fancy term. Don't you, know, you have an estate sale if you did? No, but just a fancy term. I don't think anybody uses garage sale. I don't think people come running oh. for that. Estate or moving sale is more Where's she going exclusive. to? Um, I don't think she knows yet. She's looking in the French Quarter uptown, uh, but her house sold. And is she wealthy and single? She is single, and sounds I think like she's, she's pretty, pretty wealthy off. too. Yeah. Right. Okay, she's does just she like podcast hosts? <laughs> <laughs> she sounds I will find great. out and let you know. What does she look like? She's very beautiful. Very beautiful. Um, yeah. Not just beautiful, but very sweet beautiful. woman. Sweet. I'll get with you after the show. This is a lot, good, <laughs> a lot of good things about her. Yeah. Wouldn't you say, Rory? I would say so. so. Yeah, it sounds, sounds like great. a catch. She yeah. Is. And what sort of stuff is she selling? All the worldly possessions? She is selling a lot of wonderful local and regional artwork. Mm. Um, some antiques, Louis Vuitton trunks and luggage. Louis Vuitton trunks, plural. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. She has a lot of nice. Why would you have a Louis piece? Vuitton trunk at all, let alone more than one? She likes to go on a cruise. I don't know. Yeah, trunks. A lot of people use them for decorations in their home, or a lot they. Of well, some people. Okay. Um, it's 20 years old. I don't know if it was a gift, but it's just been with her for so long and well used. Time to let it go. Yes. The Louis Vuitton trunk. What yes. does that look like exactly? Is that like a steamer trunk, like the old fashioned? Um, I mean, it looks like a piece of luggage, maybe just a little more formal with some different hinges and okay. buckles. And how much is that going for? I believe they were selling it for $750. Oh, my gosh. But she paid 1800 so she did. 20 years ago. So imagine what that would cost today. So it's a bargain. Do we know a name? Are we allowed to use a name or not? No. My clients sometimes like to... Like to be... Under, the, under the radar. Correct. Okay. Yes. So she sounds like a pretty good client. She is. She's got a lot of expensive stuff. She's, and she's wonderful. And, and then what, one of what, my other jobs, I work uh, for the Abbott on St. Charles. Do you know where Herb Saint is and Desi yes. Vega? Yeah. Yes. So it's luxury condos, and I have people from all over the world that come in to stay at the condos and help them with dinner reservations or stock oh, the that fridge must be with awful groceries. Making your own dinner reservations. I know. So, that's a pretty good gig, too. It is. So I get to meet a lot of new people from all over, kind of introduce them to New Orleans, give them suggestions. So you're meeting on people to with eat. tons of money, it yes. sounds like. That's the main right. unifying People who just kind of want to travel and have a laid back vacation and not have to worry about all the Anything. mundane things that we have to do on a daily basis. And how do they find you? Through a company called Getaway to Give, G2G. It's a wonderful organization that people can belong to. You become a member. And it has a philanthropic arm, so you donate some of the money to be a member back to charities. Don't and then you, you hate get that? Nights. I hate that. Hate what? I hate that when, like, you give money to someone and then they give it away to someone else. <laughs> you know what? Isn't that crazy? Don't you think that's crazy? I guess it's like regifting at Christmas. Yeah. Well, know? that's what I feel like. I'm giving yeah. you the fucking money. I'll expect to either, you know, if you need the extra money, if, like for you. Right. right, I'm paying you to $50 an hour to make my dinner reservation for me. <laughs> I don't want you to give away 30% of it to the Red Cross or well, something. No, these Not that members, I have the Cross, members actually, part of their membership fee, they know part of it goes to charities. So these are people that are interested in giving back to the community but also like to travel. So it's kind of win-win for them. Well, who wouldn't like to travel and give back to the right. community? Right, and There's it's a tax nobody. write-off. So oh. it's all it around. sounds great. G to G, let's join up today. Yes. Yeah. Grayson, can you hook us up while we're on here? G to G. Get away to give. Get away to give. And who and who are we giving the money away to? 
So they support a lot of different charities, I believe. Like your that mom? Does like she mom? belong to some white racist organization? <laughs> no, not yet. How do, we know, how do we know they're not giving it to some white racist? Well, no, it's the member gets to choose hmm. where it goes. Oh, so it's individual. Even stupider. So no, if they wanted why? to give it oh. to white racists, they could. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> so, yeah. I think it has to be 501c3. No, I'm sure there's a white racist fight. I bet the Free Fox Clan has I think got there some might sort be pre approved. Charity. It has to be a certain list within okay. a, a realm. That is so just no. ridiculous, in my opinion. Am I just n narrow minded? If I want to give money away, I want to give it away to I mean, it just seems weird. To give to charity? No, no, no. To give to some charity as let someone else give it to a charity when I'm paying you for a service. I'm paying G to G so that I can have someone make my dinner in a reservation. No, because they. Uh it's, very, it's very complicated. No, G2G I'm doesn't pay me. The owners of the building pay me. So I am one of the perks of being a member, having a personal concierge on staff. But uh, they don't. So, they, so who pays you? G2G? No, G2G does not. It's the owners of the building, the owners, the owners of the owners Abbott. Of the building pay Correct. You. Oh, I see. So there's no cost to that organization or the members. So if I go to stay at this place, and how do I go to stay there? Is it like Airbnb or it's just through G2G? Well, just one of the condos in a five-condo building is through G2G, but uh, the remainder is through the owners. Okay. So when I make a reservation, then I get your phone number or something. Say, yes. You need someone you, to help you out. But you have to pay me. So if you don't yeah. come as a G2G member, then they offer my personal concierge services to you, but then the person that's staying there has to pay. Right. Okay. Well, that's yeah. fair enough. Yeah. So it's like going to stay in an Airbnb place and there's like a thing on the fridge with some phone numbers yeah you know if you True. want a chinese place down the street or beach chair rentals right. at the beach and then one of them is you correct someone to do everything for you you called yourself a perk i feel like that's a better title to have than funniest comic oh. or person of new orleans i want to be like i'm a perk i'm a perk <laughs> well you could call yourself as the funniest person in new orleans you could Call yourself whatever you want, because that would be funny. All right, fair All right. enough. I have a question though. That's one of the perks. What's the like weirdest thing you've had to do for somebody? I haven't had really any weird things. Um, okay, pretty standard. Yeah, but they've only been running it out since October of mm -hmm. last year, so I haven't. It's mainly families or girls trip. I mean, nothing has been. What would you expect? I don't one? know. I just wanted. I want to. No, I don't. The th dirt. I think. I think they do things when I'm not there. They ask me for standard groceries, alcohol, mm -hmm. dinner reservations, and then... 50 bucks an hour. Yeah. Could you get me some alcohol? Yes, I can. At the okay. Rouse's around the corner. That's what I mean. Don't people want to do that themselves? Just no, because I think they just want to be able to come in, do their own right. thing. I mean, who wants to... Go to get groceries. I when do. Don't you really? like when you go? When away? I go out of town. Yeah. I, when I was on the ship, that's what I missed the most. Really? Going to the grocery store and like preparing my own meals. Well, they can still prepare them. I just mm -hmm. take it out of their to-do list so that they can go eat and drink more and sightsee. Yeah. So that's the thing you miss the most: not having sex with somebody. <laughs> I. We are not talking about that. We're not going back to that. <laughs> going to the grocery store. I thought so it took you seven to months and three weeks to meet somebody, or a week, seven months and a week to meet someone, and then it only lasted the last three weeks. I broke towards the end of my time there. It's hard living on a ship. It's very... It must be weird as hell. It's really... You're a grown-up and you sleep in a bunk bed, so that's weird. Yeah. Are you in a bunk, in a cabin with other people? Yep. Me and my friend Mary were in a cabin together in bunk beds. Yeah. Oh, wow. Our room was also not... Um, it was a temporary cabin, so it was a lot smaller than 
the normal cabins. Temporary cabins. Yeah, so it was like maybe 16 feet by five feet. Did you have a window at least? Oh, no, no. we were, we were, were like below deck. We weren't below deck, but our feet were right on top of where okay. the water would have been. Yeah, so you have no concept of when the sun's up and all that. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Long Terrifying. Hours yeah. too, right? Oh, not so much for no? me. I was a comic, oh, so right. it was a little bit. I worked like 20 hours a week and made a ton of money. So it feels like super privileged to complain about that, but... It was also it hard. It must be great to make all that money because you can't spend it on anything. Yep, that's exactly right. That is awesome. Did you want to go back again and do it another ship? No, my mom says if I go back, I'll have to spend all the money on therapy. So I'm not <laughs> going back. And where's your dad? Uh, he is around. He's a musician. Is uh, he here in New Orleans? He is. Does he get in on the act as well? Do you mention him? No, not too much. No. He's a musician. Do we know him? Is he in a band or anything? Uh, maybe. You know him. Yeah, his name's Carl LeBlanc. Carl LeBlanc is your dad. He is, oh, yes. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Well, that's a famous person. I, I mean, he won a Grammy. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Come on. He won a Grammy, and you're the funniest person it's in the world. It's an award-winning family. Yeah. Really? Oh, <laughs> your DNA. Yeah. That's amazing. That's funny. What, Championship what DNA. Yeah. Oh, your mom must feel terrible. She's racist. So. She, she's, racist. she's just bitter now. Yeah. Yeah, that's, okay. it, that's what it is. It's yeah. not racist. Really? She's mad. She yeah. didn't hey, win anything. Chris, I'm going to make you do something for huh? 50 bucks. Ooh. It's only going to take, it's only going to take uh, a minute, though, or less. So can I prorate it? You can it? ask. Can what? I prorate it? Prorate. For what? You can, you can read these sponsor messages. Ooh. Oh, sure. Wouldn't that be great? Mm -hmm. That would be. Yeah, that's what I think. Okay, you have to talk into the microphone. Okay. Brought to us today by Basic Swim and Gym, a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout, and yoga clothes with style. Bikinis, one-piece, cover-ups, everything you need for beach and poolside is at Basics Swim and Gym, right next to the lingerie store Basics Underneath on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. By Hangover Destroyer, the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. Go to the Hangover Destroyer website, H-D-E-S-T-R-O-Y-E-R.com. Write happy hour in the coupon code and get 30% off Hangover, Destroyer, and Seize the Dawn. Hmm, what do you think, guys? Worth it. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, okay. worth that's it. pretty good, yeah. yeah. So how long did that take? One minute, and it's <laughs> at 50 bucks an hour. How, that's a, is that a dollar? Just give me a beer. <laughs> hey, Fair what happened to your drink? What are you drinking? Did you have one? Um, a Peroni. Do you want another one? Sure. I'm sure Grayson will hook you up, or someone will get you a drink. What about Jay Garrett Pittman? We can maybe sing can, him Maybe my friend Candace. Oh, Candace or April can hook you up. Do you guys want to drink? What are you drinking over here, Lauren? I funniest something. person in New Orleans. <laughs> I got the, I think it's called the Pig Belly Old Fashioned. Ah, uh, wow. yes. That's very popular. And you only drink half of it. It's good. It's good? Mm -hmm. And what are you drinking, Rory? Want uh, another one? Bullet on the Rocks. You want one, another one? Uh, yeah, I'll do another we'll one. We'll get April to hook you up. We don't worry about paying for it. Well, you can pay me. Okay. I, do you well, actually, you can pay Chris. All right. Chris I guess it's $50 now. Yeah, 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 that's true. To get you a drink. We, well, this is a great gig you've got, Chris, I have oh, to right? say. Thank and how's you. business? Is it just you or do you have other it's people? It's just me right now. Um, it's going really well. It's been a little bit over a year, and I thought the summer would be slow, but it's really picked up a lot. Right after school okay, let out. weird, too. It is. Um, what do you put that down to? People with too much money? Well, I have certain clients that I have on the regular that just have a lot going on that they need a personal assistant. Thank you. Or somebody just to do a mixture of their business work plus personal errands, so yeah, and you I can't complain. Do you have to have a security background check or anything? For myself? Yeah. No, I mean, you know how New Orleans is. It's all word <laughs> of mouth, so it's mm -hmm. pretty much right. friends of friends or somebody referred me, so 
you know, six degrees of separation, but right. less than New Orleans, so. Okay. And what did you do before this that gave you this great idea? Goodness, I've worked everywhere. I worked at United Way for about eight years in resource development, um, and then I worked for my husband. Uh, he is a certified financial planner with Forche Financial, so I worked with him for a couple of years. That sounds and like then, a well-paid job. Yeah, yeah. and just kind of wanted to go off and do something that I get was away, always passionate about. Get away from your husband? No, <laughs> just... I've always been passionate about the things that I do and kind of over the years have helped friends and thought, you know, let me try this out and see if I can make a, a go at it. And it's working out. It is. What did you do at United Way? Uh, resource development. So I worked in the campaign department where we would raise money out in uh, with different local businesses, go do campaigns, do presentations. And, and did you work with that guy who's on TV, Jim LeBlanc, whatever his name? Um, well, he was one of the partner agencies, yeah, with uh, Volunteers of America. Is that Volunteers of America, that is. not United Way? No, but United Way has partner agencies, so they were kind of under the umbrella. Where you think the money of that guy as United Way as well, you guys? No. The I guy standing by a car saying you can give you a car. Oh, yeah. the Dulce guy? <laughs> the what guy? No, wait, I'm thinking of someone else. No. I'm thinking of the guy from Dulce yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's No, for Volunteers no, of America, no. <laughs> he would stand in front of the, <laughs> the old Mustang and say, you can donate your car and get a tax write-off. Oh, yeah. yeah. What yeah. did I say his All name right. was? I've already forgotten. Jim. Jim Was it Jim, Jim LeBlanc or something? Yeah. Yeah, hi, LeBlanc. I'm Jim LeBlanc. He's been on it sounds like something he'd say. Yeah, they had a lot of commercials. For years. <laughs> yeah. He's not Carl LeBlanc. It's a different family. Right. It's a different family, yeah. yes. But are they related, though? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and how, how long were your mom and dad together? Oh, um, you know, Before I'm, she turned into a racist. Uh, I'm a product of New Orleans jazz music, so, you know, just... Who knows? Yeah. It was improvised. You got it. All right. Mm -hmm. And what's it like being back now? How long have you been back? I've been back since November. I love it here. I'm very happy, much happier than I was in Chicago. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, people are friendly. The weather's nice. I don't even mind the summer. I thought it was going to be worse. But What did you do in Chicago? You were in Second City. I was. Which is a super big deal. Mm-hmm, yeah. And that's a paid job. Yes, it is. Uh-huh. I worked for them as a performer and a teacher and, you know. So you just get W-2 for that. I did get a W-2 from right. that, yes. Are you paying attention, Chris, to that? Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, what, so that was, uh, but now, so you didn't really need the $75 tax uh, prepare person Sue? for that one. Sue. No, Sue. I'm going to sue forever. I got into yeah, but trouble. you didn't need it just for one W-2 from... Well, I mean, I worked at a bunch of different theaters. Second City was one of them. Okay. Yeah. So what was it like working there? Was it like, was it rehearsal and sketch material and like a real theater company you have to go to work every day oh i mean not every day it depends on when your shows are you rehearse you get together and you rehearse for a little bit and then the show goes up and then you come maybe 30 minutes before the show starts you have a beer you do the show tell some jokes go have another beer <laughs> yeah okay so who is it rory who's calling this is, this is work emails what do you do besides uh david bowie we totally got off the whole david oh, bowie story yeah we gotta get back to that yeah well, tell us about what you do first. What do you do? Besides? I work for a tugboat barge company. I book inspections on the equipment. It's like 80-something boats and like 150 barges, so it's a lot of scheduling. Wow, what a weird job. Yeah, I mean, that's a bigger industry here than people realize, like yeah, because, a lot of river stuff. Yeah, because yeah. we don't see the river. Right. You can't see the river from anywhere. Right, no, it's, it's above us, right. so yeah. Good point. <laughs> But no, I mean, that's so, um, I got into that and... So what do you do? You schedule inspections? Inspections on... on and who's uh, inspecting like it? Third-party inspectors, sort of, who work for 
various, either their own independent companies or they work for like Shell or Exxon or something like that. So. What do you mean? It's like, it's like inspections not from the government. I'm thinking of no, no, like no. seaworthiness. Uh, well, it's for seaworthiness, but um, it's not explicitly from the government. Uh, a lot of this stuff, because a lot of these ships are international, there's no one, there's like kind of not one government bodies over stuff that sets a lot of regulations. Oh, okay. And that kind of trickles down to tugboats and barges that never leave the United States, but it's just sort of the same system for everybody. So, maritime and there's a bunch, law. yeah, maritime law. And there's a bunch of uh, Coast Guard regulations too that we have to adhere to, but I specifically deal with this other. Uh, form of inspection that's just from a third party that I think is based out of, like the company that does it is based out of Paris. How did you get that job? Uh, was I, it on uh, Craigslist? It was, I, I mean, it might have been. I went to their website. I, uh, I, before I had a job where I was, it's called bunkering. I'd set up uh, refueling ships. Bunkering? Bunkering. I think we've hit the jackpot now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used to do that, and that company went bankrupt right around the time that the price of oil fell dramatically, uh, yeah. so I landed at where I am now. So, hmm. What about that? Do you have any good stories about things that they found? Uh, no, it's it's all pretty just like your fire extinguishers in the right place and oh, you know okay. stuff like but that. But like you stories out there of people... You're not bringing in things that they're not supposed <laughs> to. Oh, you no. mean smuggling right. shit? Mm. No, no, no. I haven't directly dealt with smuggling. Um, you have or haven't? Have not. But indirectly? <laughs> no, not indirectly either. No. I haven't I never really got on, because I would just, I'd never talk to the people actually on the ships. I'd deal with everyone who's getting the fuel onto the ship. And, fuel? Uh, yeah. That was the prior job. This one, oh. I used to work with getting fuel on them. Wow, so you're like a specialist at this sort of arcane type. Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't say specialist, but uh, yeah, I mean, I did it for about a little over a year before the company went under. And how did you? I mean, how did you get into this whole thing? Did you know somebody? Or something? Uh, yeah, my uh, my dad. He he did it uh -huh. for years, and then uh, he just they needed an extra set of hands, and I was at a time point where I needed a new job, and it just sort of worked out. So. So you can just do that. And it's totally mindless. Uh, no, well, that was, I mean, you got to, there's like math and chemistry involved with getting all of it. Are you serious? Yeah. I it's, thought it's, you were just like, a guy who makes the appointments, like Oh, no, this one, this new one, this new one right. is a little, well, you got to get people faxed in to different docks and line up all the schedules. So, I mean, but it's, you know, yeah, it's not, not rocket science. It's, uh, <laughs> right. It's harder to plan a David Bowie show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's, that's a good that's a good segue back to David Bowie show. So the David Bowie show is this weekend. Yes. And it incorporates burlesque. Yes. And David Bowie music. Which yes. You're playing the music. Yes. And Bella Blue is responsible for it. Right. So that's. Uh, so what so exactly are we going to see? If we where is it anyway? It's at the Holland Wolf on Saturday night. Okay. So uh, and so just for anyone who's listening to this, what date is that? That is July 15th on Saturday. July 15th, 2017. Correct. What's yes. the name of the event? The name is, thank you, it is Oh You Pretty Things, an immersive theatrical David Bowie experience. Oh, oh that scares me when I hear yeah. it. Yeah. All right, so it's intense, I'm, I'm, right? <laughs> you're involved in that as the audience. Uh, well, yeah, they, we're trying to kind of extend the stage out, and uh, a lot of the performers are going to, you know, be on the stage for some of it, but not necessarily all of it. So. so this is naked women? And men. And men? And men. Okay. So the burlesque is now including naked. naked men? Yes. I did not know that. Did Me you guys neither. know that? No, no, no. but I'm proud of it. Yeah, no, and, it? and that was... That was you're, a you're in this show. You're not in this I show. said I'm proud of it. I'm proud <laughs> of it. I thought you said you're part of it. I thought maybe no. you're in oh, this no. show. 
Yeah. But uh, no, okay. that was a big thing when Belle and I sat down. Uh, I, she didn't want all the burlesque dancers to be female, and I didn't want all the band members to be male. So we've got a nice mix between the two. So that's okay. why it's sort of a hodgepodge band. Plus, Vox at the time was finishing that record. So that was just, I didn't want to add another thing. Of, right. You know, so we, um, so I kind of just called up some old friends, made some new friends, and put a band together. Okay. So. So you're playing David Bowie covers? Yes. While people take their clothes off? Correct. Okay. Is the band what naked? What could be wrong with that? The band is not naked. No. band is not naked. <laughs> I Sorry. can't see a downside to this night out, can you? That sounds David great. David Bowie music by really awesome New Orleans musicians mm -hmm. while good-looking women and men take their clothes off. Yeah, I mean... And how long does this go on for? And it's all around you, so it's not even like on a stage. You could actually be close Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's all around you. Uh, Do you have to put like a dollar in there? No, it's not that kind of party. <laughs> <or anything. laughs> No, it's not that kind of party. So, uh, but it's it's two so it's sets. We're doing two sets. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think I guess they're probably about forty-five minutes a piece. Do you get kicked out in between, or can you stay? You can stay. There's just an intermission. So, if you want to smoke a cigarette or get another drink, use the bathroom, anything like that, you can. You have an opportunity to do so right in the middle of the show. So, pretty interesting. What yes. do you think, Chris? Are Sounds we are we all on the list or what? What's that? Are we all on the list? <laughs> we have to pay. We'll How talk. much is it to get in? It is uh, 15 for general admission and 20 for the seated VIP. Oh, and, okay. And that was a little confusion last year. There's chairs, but that's only the, the VIP is the Don't chairs. Don't sit Every, in the chairs. Just <laughs> sit in the chair. If you okay. want to stand in the back, that's the general admission. Some of your people could go to this person. Yes. I would love that. That's a real insider thing. I give you some flyers. They, we had to order 5,000 flyers, wow. which means That's I have a, a ton of flyers. So please take some. <laughs> Did you happen to bring any in here with you? Uh, I didn't, but I could, I could grab some. Uh, I'll grab some when we're done. Good idea. Yeah. Okay. So once again, it's this Saturday, which is July 17th. You 15th. 15th. Yes. July 15th. 2017. 2017. That's where I was confused. <laughs> right. Okay. So if you haven't seen this, if you listen to the show after... July 15, 2017, what would you do? Go to the, is there a website you can go and see the video of this thing? We're, we have a, like a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter that we created for the show because this is actually the second time we did it. Right. Um, and How'd the first one go? It went well. Um, I think... It doesn't sound like a ring. No, no, it went well. I, I'm the type. I'm the type. I, I just... I, all, I, I see the mistakes in everything I do. But no, it was awesome. This one will That's be even better. That's the correct answer. We can, yeah. We'll cut that out. We'll say, right. Yeah, just... Oh, we don't edit anything out of this. <laughs> right. We can uh, say it again. How'd the first one go? It went well. It, oh, it went no, well. no it fuck, I did it again. Ah, yeah, you're not supposed to say that. Uh, first one was awesome. Awesome. Uh, awesome. That's what I heard. But, I heard um, it was great. And, and I think, though, just me and Bella, we work really well together. And we, um, as soon, I think as soon as we were done, we were both, like, starting to think of ways it could be better. And are and you taking your clothes off in this? Episode? I am not taking my clothes off. So the band, as Grayson said, the band stays clothed. The band stays clothed. And what about Allison? Are you involved with this? Allison, our photographer, is, is also a burlesque dancer. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> One time. She went to Bella's school. Oh, you went to school. Okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. I thought you might be... So who are the burlesque dancers in this? They're professionals. Uh, Angie Z, um, Frankie Kanga, and then a couple people from out of town. Oh, Midori. Uh, I'm sorry, Liberanchi uh, is her stage name. Liberanchi. Liberanchi, yeah. You're allowed to use that? <laughs> And then a couple of people from out of town, Lola Van Ella and Willie LeCue. Okay. And they're each doing two numbers, one in each set. Okay. That sounds pretty good, actually, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Especially if you're really fucked up. 
<laughs> Doesn't it seem to have that quality about it? Like if you're super high, this would be the greatest thing you'd ever seen. If, if you're super David high, Bowie. you will have a blast. Because we're using projectors and lights in really cool ways. We have art installations, so you will just be in, in your own little world. So please come high. I'm directly encouraging people to come high. Hi. I would too. I would, <laughs> I would have the drugs for sale there, actually. Okay, we have to do a couple of things. We have to have, uh, we have, to have you do one more minute, Lauren. One, one more, more minute. One more minute of the funniest, some of the funniest stuff in New Orleans. And then we have to listen to a little bit of another song, don't you think? Okay, great. Um, how about I'll um, make up a song for you guys. Okay? Really? Okay. Yes. Um, I can turn anything into an R. Kelly song. Ooh. All right, great. So I'm interested. Yeah. You guys give me a suggestion of something, and I'll make it into an R. Kelly song. How about your favorite food? Um... Anyone. <laughs> Grayson? Pho. Let's what? Go. Pho. 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 Vietnamese pho. Vietnamese pho. Oh, okay. Pho. Um, girl, your love is like pho. It's super diverse. That was really good. Okay, great. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> do you guys want me to do another one? or was uh, Yeah, yeah. No, okay, we can't go out on that one. Something you use every day. Uh, iPhone charger. Okay. Girl, your love is like an iPhone charger. I'm gonna stick it in. Yes, that one was oh, better. That okay. one was much better. That's nice. Let's stop there. Right. That was enough. Okay. Is that a regular part of your act? Um, that's sometimes. Funny. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. R. Kelly just makes sex metaphors. Yeah. So that's, that's all he does. Yeah. yeah. Really? Okay. So what else have you got going on? What What other? What's your sort of go-to stuff when things aren't working? Um. You go. Oh, well, I can always go back to the moms are racist. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think I mostly talk about things that are that were hard. Um, comedy is like they say pain and time put together. So I got some jokes about Katrina living on the ship. I mean, just things that Katrina's not that funny. Well, yeah, but 10 years later, you can right. make some jokes out of it. I yeah. mean, looking back, maybe you can yeah, you can find something. Laugh about it. Really? Grant, Grant yeah. draws the line at Katrina. <laughs> Everything <laughs> else funny, <laughs> Katrina. <laughs> it's too far. Too soon. It's too soon. I didn't think that would be very, there wouldn't be much material on that. Yeah. What, what do you, how do you treat Hurricane Katrina so it's funny? Um, well, I, it all came from the idea of, like, um, people, when they're not from New Orleans, they ask what happened, right. which is such a callous thing to ask someone. Um, so I'm like, I'll tell you what happened, but I didn't lose my house or anything, so all the things are really trivial, and then the comedy comes from there. So it's like, you know, my cat got PTSD, which is like <laughs> not, you know, not a real thing, but people don't want to hear, like, I lost my house, so why would they ask that, you know? Right. It's a weird well, thing. Well, people always ask you, what did you do during Katrina? What right, happened? right. But they don't want to hear the truth. No, so what is funny? That's what I'm saying. How do you make it funny? The funny thing is My that, cat like, got yeah, I just say like really trivial things. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna tell you the truth. It was terrible. It was so bad. I gained a bunch of weight. Like that. Who cares if I gained weight, right? Okay. And people laugh at that. People do laugh okay. at it. Hey, I'm the funniest person. Right. In the world. Okay. Don't, don't, don't change this. Those, em do those, those are MREs, is that they had oh, a lot of yes. high caloric content. Yes. High caloric yes. content. Yes. Also, yeah. th those are Kelly songs. Did you do an R. Kelly song about an MRE? Um, girl, your love is like an MRE. I'm going to eat it up. Gross. Oh, that was okay. gross. That was real gross. That's pretty good, though. So R. Kelly works for anything. Yeah. How'd you come up with that? Uh, Just a brilliant idea. Yeah, you got it. Pure brilliance over brilliant. here. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're going to make you do one more minute now. Come on. Um, 
Um, can I plug a show instead? Is yeah, that a thing? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. So I'm going to be in uh, By Any Scenes Necessary for the Shakespeare Festival. Uh, we're doing Improvised Romeo and Juliet. So that'll be fun coming up here. That's why. Where is that? Um, it's going to be at um, Dixon Hall, which is yes, the theater at Tulane. Tulane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Jermaine's over at Tulane. So we can, oh, my boy. We can yeah. get hooked up. Yeah. Actually, you said you worked for Development United Way. I was well, wondering. Well, that you was years ago. Uh, he's been at it a while. Well, my friends still work there, so I'll okay, find out if yeah. they do. Maybe they do. Mm -hmm. Everybody Sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. Sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you're uh, at Dixon. When is this again? Um, this is going to be the 18th of um, this month of July. July. That's right after the night, after the David Bowie thing. No, yeah. it's the 15th. The 15th, right. It's so it's a little, you have, some, you have some time to recover from all right. the drugs you take at the David Bowie show. Yeah, okay, so right. you could come down, yeah. have a day off, mm -hmm. and then the 18th is like a Wednesday or something. Yeah, yeah it's a Wednesday. Mm -hmm. That's a funny night for... A comedy right. show? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. So it's Improvised Romeo and Juliet, and who is doing that? Um, it's with the NOLA Project. Okay. Mm -hmm. well, that's cool. All yeah. right. Okay, that's not that funny, though. But I'm sorry. Can you do, a, can you do a, some other funny stuff? <laughs> Oh, geez, the pressure is I know, on. the pressure's on. The funniest person in New Orleans. What's it going to be like for the rest of the year? I'm do ready to, to move back to Chicago do you now. Have, well, that would be a great place to go now that you're the funniest person in New Orleans. Do you and have, uh, leave on a high note. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have to go and do openings of supermarkets or, you know. Openings of supermarkets? Yeah. Like cutting ribbons? Yeah, stuff like that. I, now you're the funniest person. Does that person. still happen? I don't know. Yeah. I think it would be... Or like some, you know car company, dealership? Listen, I'll take whatever work I can get at this point. I'm wondering if you're hiring. Hopefully soon, yeah. I'm, yes. Let's exchange information. Yeah. Sure, your clients want to laugh, right? Right, yeah. yes. I'll, I'll do anything In at home, this point. Yeah. Personal so, performance. Yeah. So this is one of these tragic showbiz stories. You're the funniest person in New Orleans and you don't have any job, nothing to do. Well, I mean, I'm making, yeah, I'm trying to make a way here. I mean, I worked a lot in Chicago. Right. And I moved down so, here just on a hope and a dream, basically. Well, yeah. what made you come back? I've Just always you like it. I'm you're from. Here. I'm from here. I've always wanted to bring more theater, more comedy to the city. Um, I turned 30. I got scared, so I said it's time to do what I want to do, and I just quit everything and I moved in with my mom. Wow, that was an impetuous move. And it was. Do you think you made a gigantic mistake? No, of course not. Sometimes I think about going back to Chicago. I just laugh because I'm never going back there. It's really? So cold. People are mean. Are they really? A hundred people got shot on the Fourth of July. Correct. Yeah. But, but they have the cops. Uh, people are mean there. Is that what you said? Yeah. Really? For real? For real. No one talks to you on the street like they do mm, here. Yeah. And also, I lived in Wrigleyville, um, which is a couple blocks away from the stadium. And Cub fans, they get, like, mad drunk. Like, they're not friendly drunks. They're like, I'm going to fight you because I'm drunk, hmm. um, which is not – that's not – I'm from New Orleans. I right. drink to have fun. Right. But you did make a living in theater there. I sure did. So is that possible here even, or are you going to have to make something up? Like, you know, I'm going to do create it. Create something. No, I mean, eventually I'd like to open my own comedy club here, yeah. But in the meantime, I'm going to make a way. Okay. Mm -hmm. Can you go into business with the new movement theater or something? And we'll see. Like yeah. rent their theater out for a night or something, well, a week or something? Part or of something. my prize is that I'm going to get to produce a show there. I don't have to pay rent, and they're going to give me a bar tab. So that'll be okay, fun. Okay, that's a cool part of the yeah. prize. Thinking about doing a variety show. Okay, what does that mean? That was like a sketch. Sure, there'll be sketches. Like Second City, like. Uh, maybe, or but like, clowns, storytellers, comics, musicians, just a variety act. Clowns? Are they funny? I hope so. I don't know. Are there, <laughs> are there clowns here? 
Yeah, of course. Really? You seem like a clown. Is that real? I could, that do, I could totally do it. <laughs> I think you could. Does it require juggling? Uh, no. What do you do? Um, to ride a bicycle with one wheel? I mean, just uh, basic clowning, I would say, is like some movement, like piece, where you... Like Charlie Chaplin was a clown. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's inspiring. If Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, he's a legend. Mm -hmm. What do you say? Rory, up for it? Being a clown? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with you. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm... Is this clown school or we get paid right off the bat just to be a clown? Get paid in drinks. Oh, this is go. great. Okay. Clowning. I never thought at the beginning of today's show that I'd end up being a clown. <laughs> <laughs> Things are picking up around yeah. here. Okay, so... Did we do one more minute yet, or did we not do that? I think we did. I we think, did. Yeah. How she did a lot it? of R. Kelly. It was yeah. like R. Kelly heavy. <laughs> I, yeah. I slowly snuck it in there. Yeah. you got to come on. you got to give us one more thing. One more bit. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so how about we talk about shit? Uh, let's see. That's always good. Do you do, do, you do <laughs> that sort of stuff? Yeah, well, I do. I you did say just fuck, come up shit, with the... and all that sort of... Yeah. Well, I... That's a sort of a certain kind of comedy. That strikes me that you wouldn't do that, though. That oh, but that's when it's funny. When I curse or something like that, people think that's funny. They do. Why is that? Because I look like I wouldn't. So Yeah, you look yeah. so sweet. Yeah, comedy is like right. if you expect one thing and you do something else, you're going to get a laugh. Or if you set up a pattern and you break it, you'll get a laugh. Okay. Yeah. So that's the sort of rule. Can you teach people to be funny? Oh, yeah. Everybody can be funny. It's easy. Really? It's like math. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You, you can, can learn to be funny? Yes, of course. I don't know if you can learn stage presence, though. What do you think? Um, actually, I think you... Some people have that, like, it, but yeah. I think you can. Like, actually, t I teach guitar lessons, too, mm -hmm. and that's the thing, because the, it's the same thing. People are always like, well, I don't know music. Well, I'm like, well, because you, you haven't tried yet. Mm -hmm. Like, I absolutely, absolutely believe stand-up comedy, you could, you know, there's a rhythm to it, there's a mm -hmm. structure to it, and mm -hmm. that can be learned. So just like anything else, just like playing guitar. But yeah, that like indefinable it factor. That's why. But that's why certain people are way more famous than other people. Right. You know, like that's that's that can't be taught. But you can learn all the tools. Well, around hang it. on a minute. We've yeah. got like one minute before we have to get out of here. Can you teach us something in the last minute? Teach you something about selling a How joke. How to be funny. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if you um, set up a pattern. And then you break it; it'll be funny. Or if you um, okay, like what? Though? Okay, so um, so how about you um, ask me if I'm high right now? Are you high right now? No, ask me again. Are you high right now? No, ask me one more time. I, come on, tell the truth. Are you high right now? I'm fucking high. See, that's a joke. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a joke. That's a joke. I'm yeah. fucking high. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's how easy All it right. is. All right, that's, that's. But also, I'm not high, so. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. Does comedy have to be true? Not really. Um, I or think is it's, that the funniest? It's based in truth, yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, it's based in truth. Well, yeah. you like to get high, right? Yeah. Oh, are we going to hear one more? Oh, great. Should we? Oh, let's hear. Let's hear a little bit of one. One tiny bit, and then we have to get out of here. Sure. Because they they like to have actual paying customers at these tables <laughs> once in a while. Uh, so let's just hear the beginning of. What do you want? What about that song? I like that. Yeah, one. yeah, we'll put that one in. Heart and Spade. Heart and Spade. Okay, you guys listen to this, and then we're almost leaving.
Spade. The song is called Heart and Spade Heart off and the Spade. album Aloha Shores. Correct. And the band is Vox and the Hound. Right. Okay, turn it up a little tiny bit, and we can just play that as we go out, right? What about it? Yeah, very cool, man. That's very Thank cool. You. Very cool. Very cool from the funniest person She in also New said she was proud of the Bowie show, so I'm using that too. Use okay. it all. <laughs> all right. Yeah. And the funniest person in New Orleans is Lauren Malaro. Correct. Congratulations. Yes, and congrats. In all seriousness, that is a big deal. Yeah, that's a good, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank congrats. you, guys. So good job. Thank you for having me. And hopefully we'll have you back at the end of the year, year as rain. Great. And see how it went. Awesome. Sounds okay. like a plan. Also, Christine or Chris yes. Forche has been here. And you can find Chris at portofneworleans.com if you can afford $200 an hour to have her make a <laughs> no, dinner reservation for you. It's $50 an hour. Correct. Oh, that's so cheap, really. It is. Not even a dollar a minute. No. Nothing. Right. It's worth it, right? It's so yeah. can you get it. Can you get us into Shire? <laughs> hmm? Can you get us into Shire, a restaurant? Oh, yes. You can. I can. I'm personal friends. So that's really. But that would only be worth for the it. selected few. So she's a perk. That's a perk. Yeah. Okay. And Rory Kelly as well, has been here from Box and Hound and also the producer of. What's it called, the name of the show? Oh, You Pretty Things. Oh, You Pretty Things at the and Helen Wolf on Saturday, July 15th. Correct. Naked people and David Bowie music. How yes. can we go wrong? Hey, thank you all for being here. That's been thank happy you for hour for us. another thank week. You. Thank you so the much. The producer of our show is Graham DePonte. Our associate producers are Alison Moon and April Stolf. Christian Unruh is our music director and Jean Valois is our music producer. Thomas Walsh is our technical director and our live feed directors who put this all on Facebook Live are Asher Griffith and Grayson Jernigan. The opening song to the show is written and played by Mitch Foreman and the closing music that you listen to is by Vox and the Hound from an album called Aloha Shores. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright for about an hour while drinking alcohol, drop us a line. Our address is on our website, itsneworms.com. We can also find out lots of other shows we make here. There's tons of hours of happy hour up there, as well as Out to Lunch with Peter Rusciutti live from Commander's Palace. True to the game with the fabulous Chris True, Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Canada. Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tucker and many other shows as well. You can find other great Louisiana podcasts at itsacadiana.com and it's itsbatonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well. And all of it we call It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our Facebook page. Those photos were taken today by Alison Moon, part-time burlesque dancer. If you're listening to this on your favorite podcast app, Thank you for subscribing to us. That's very kind of you. Take a moment to rate and review us if you've got a moment. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street in Uptown New Orleans. Happy Hours of Production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. Andrew Duhon will be back here next week. Right now he's writing a song with Anders Osborne. Really? Too busy to hang out with us. Oh, From everyone else things. around here, around the table at Wayfair and back at our office at INO Broadcasting, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. I'll see you back here next week on Happy Hour. <laughs>